Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Shopify presents cool sheets from aha to lying awake while you bake isn't cool. I suffered from the wrong kind of hot in bed, heat-induced insomnia. That was my aha moment. Bed sheets that keep you cool. Then I thought, how do I even sell bed sheets? That's when I had the idea that made it all possible. Signing up on Shopify. With the help of Shopify's intuitive online store creator, I started selling sustainable bamboo sheets that keep cool year-round. And my cool idea became a reality. Hot sleepers around the world rejoice. Shopify makes it simple to keep your cool while starting and growing your business. Start selling with Shopify today and join the commerce platform powering millions of businesses worldwide. From aha to anything is possible. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. All right, welcome back to the podcast. We're going to welcome back uh, Coach Rudolph. Uh, third time coming back, so I didn't scare him away this this summer. Um, he's now co-offensive coordinator, I believe, and offensive line coach at Ohio University. Coach, I just remembered, I forgot, I have an Ohio shirt in there, and I couldn't wear it because I rushed in here, so I didn't wear it. It's in there. I have an Ohio football shirt in there. I forgot to wear it, but but welcome back. Appreciate it. Glad to be back. Thank you for having me. Um, you know, how's Athens going? I, I forgot to ask them when we hopped on. Family's doing good. Everything's going well. Everything's going well. We're like everybody else. We're ready to get going. Um, we've had our, of course, you know, our guys here all summer and they've been working extremely hard, but, uh, it's time to, uh, it's time to get going. Um, you know, we've had a couple, couple days off here in July. June is crazy with recruiting and, uh, everything that goes along with it, you know, from the transfer portal part of it to, you know, official visits for high school guys and trying to get all that done in camps. And so June was crazy, but, uh, you know, July, we've had a little bit of time to kind of take a deep breath and, and uh, the NCAA has allowed us to get some things done with our guys, which we haven't, which we haven't been able to do, which, uh, we were fired up about and I think uh, is going to put a better product out on the field in the fall across the nation. Um, so had a little bit of time to take a deep breath, but also been able to work with our guys a little bit. And um, But it's time to get going now. Yeah, you have more responsibility now, 
being co-OC, you got a little more. Yeah, you know what? I that uh, you know Tim is awesome, uh, but but Tim, you know Tim's a Tim's a definitely a great head coach, but he's still an offensive guy, and he still has a a ton to do with what we're doing offensively. And Izzy's Izzy's calling it, so hey, I just try not to screw everything up. That's what I try to do. Me too. We're talking about all the things. It's like I screwed something up today, but I try not to, and then. I try to blame the defense. I'm like, the defensive coach. Well, it was his fault. Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, That's right. Um, but great to have you back. Uh, I was fired up when you texted me. Like, yeah, I'll come back. And I was like, yes. Because I, I told Coach Banstra. I said, I think I scared him away. I'm going to leave him alone. No, no, no. And uh, you know what? Coach Banstra, uh, what a great dude, number one. Um, <laughs> but he's a meathead, so don't believe anything he says to you anyway. <laughs> That's why I'm afraid when he says come visit. I'm like, what am I getting myself into if I come out come out to Ohio? <laughs> uh, yeah, he's over on that other side of Ohio, so uh, we just need to get you. We need to get you down to Athens and come hang out in Athens for a little bit. If I didn't coach three sports, I was going to come in the spring. If nothing happened, I thought about it, but then that's crazy. That's crazy. You don't stop. You you go right from throwing throwing or blocking, uh, you know, or catching or tackling to. Uh, to, to bouncing basketball and shooting, then to right into baseball, there's no stop for you. I think I get and like, they actually probably all overlap. Um, I think I get like four days off in between or something like that. Yeah, that's crazy. And 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 two of those days are like the weekend, so you get like two days on the weekend and like two days during yeah. the week, and then you're off yeah. and running. That's crazy. And then that's any you know, when Thanksgiving and Christmas rolls around, if there's two or three days off. I'm taking advantage. I say no practice, nothing. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. I, I'm, I'll go see my parents, and I'm out of here. And you guys do the same. My dad was always a football, baseball coach, but he never was. He never coached the, you know, the winter sport, anything in the winter. Um, so he, we, we always had a good Christmas break, and um, you know, he had some downtime from the end of football season to the start of baseball season and we were I was at a very I was at a he he coached at a school that was a um a really really good baseball school but it's kind of crazy uh in fact um he's got a a young man that he coached uh, there was a pitcher that's actually uh, pitching for the guardians now and then uh, a young man that he coached get just got drafted out of Mississippi State so they've had a long 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 tradition of great baseball so they start baseball pretty early, right after the, uh, right after, you know, basically the middle of January. They'll mm-hmm. get started in baseball, but still, you know, from the you still got the month of December and half of January where he's not on a ball field, where he's not on a basketball court like you are. You mm-hmm. know, that's crazy to me. Um, you know, and you and all the high school coaches that do that. Um, you know, my hat's off to you because what y'all are doing for young men and young women all across this country, to me, is the heartbeat of this country. And I know we got to keep moving along, but there's less and less of us. They were posting yes. it, and yes. I think I just saw a coach yesterday post this, this job board in Texas, all this coaching jobs that are open, and nobody's going after them. Like, right. there's less and less of us. Like, uh, we lost four or five coaches in the spring for football. Mm-hmm. whether it was no teaching sections or anything like that, we did not fill it until like the end of June. 
Like wow. it, it took that long to try to find people that could commit the time and be there. And not that they, they didn't have to be in the building at that point, like just somebody. And there's nobody. It's hard to find coaches now. It's so hard. That's crazy. You know, I don't know how to fix the coaching world, but I can't really do much but tell people how great it is, but that's all I can do. Like there's there's other things at B that I can't control, money and all that stuff. And then there's a ref shortage now that we've dealt with. I had four or five baseball games without a, an umpire. Like there's like we didn't have that's, it. That is crazy. We're gonna have three or we're gonna have three football games on a Thursday night this year instead of a Friday night, like that type of stuff. And I try to tell people, be nice to the refs, be nice to the refs. And that's so we're we just come out of a COVID pandemic. Now we're kind of in a coaching, education, you know, ref pandemic thing going on now. And and it's not just Illinois, it's all over. And I don't know how to fix it, but maybe Coach Rudolph's knowledge fixes it. I have no Ooh, idea. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I get, I'm like you, just go to work every day. And 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 I, I do think we're in the uh, greatest industry. Um, I mean, the most rewarding. I know – I know. Um, for me to sit here and say that we don't get paid well i mean i i make i get paid i get paid well but there's a lot of people in this industry that don't get paid well and when you when you when you factor in the amount of time um the amount of stress uh all of those things when you factor that in to what people actually make coaching it definitely you definitely don't get paid very much but mm-hmm. In dealing with young men and young women and helping young men and young women, um, there's so much joy in that, seeing them, if it's just one young man or young woman that, that, that you get to change or help change the direction of their life. And uh, that's kind of the pay in this deal. And, um, you know, the, I, all I know to do is keep spreading that hope mm-hmm. um, and, and spreading the joy uh, and changing lives. Um, yes, we can complain. There's tons of things we can all complain about, but the joy of helping a young man or a young woman, you know, change the direction of their life. If it's just one, if we just save one, it was worth every hour. Yep. Um, so all I know to do is keep preaching that and keep coaching them up and keep loving them up and keep hugging them up and, and keep disciplining them when they need discipline and all of those things that we all do. Uh, but keep being positive and and spreading the word about how great the game or all of the games are uh, because they have an opportunity to change uh, people's lives. Well, absolutely. That's why I have this coach picture right behind me, kids sign. Like, that's a big deal to me. So when kids sign in, thank you. I'm like, oh, that was it. That was worth it. You know, all these gray hairs that I name after the kids. When one pops up, like, this is yours because you caused this and this and that. Or, or they're goofy and everything else, and you just facepalm. And, Coach, do you know this dance or this dance or this thing on TikTok? I'm like, nope, nope, no clue. I don't have time for TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> There's no time for that. Um, so I know we got to get moving along. You got your busy guy, yep. your popular guy here. Um, uh, um, so, so let's talk about some uh, – you want to talk about some option – Wide zone sure. option, and, zone and option. we'll kind of we'll kind of can kind of bleed that into some some wide zone uh, talk as well. Yep. Um, even though uh, we kind of you know we have always Coach Solich you know started not started this program but when he got here you know seventeen 
18 years ago and he has since retired and Tim Alvin has taken over and but but this program has been built on I, I really believe physicality on both sides of the football being able to run the football and being able to stop the run um, and and uh, but part of that has always been there's been some component of option football mm-hmm. um, do we get under center and run inside veer and outside veer no uh, that's not what I'm talking about, but uh, we still run speed option and zone option, um, you know, and either pitch off the in-man on line of scrimmage or pitch off of the overhang or the support player uh, still to this day. And we feel like that's a very important thing in our offense. And we feel like, um, you know, all these, all the drastic uh you know, high fangled third down defenses, double mugs, people mugged up in the line of scrimmage. The the threat of actually running option um, deters and and condenses the amount of looks that we have to get prepared for uh, during the week because there's just certain things that that teams won't do or 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 they're a little bit nervous about doing just because of the option component. I would say in my three years here, we on average, run option five, five point three times a game over the over the three years that I've been here. So I mean, it's not like it's 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 not like it's every down, mm-hmm. uh, but it's enough, um, and we've had enough explosive plays doing it um, that you know there's certain things I think people are a little bit leery. Uh, of doing against us because of that that factor right um you know and then i think it also uh you know if you if you ask why option over wide zone i think um we 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 don't run a ton of wide zone uh we're married to the inside zone Mm -hmm. uh, but i think the option uh component of it if you have a quarterback that can run the football a little bit uh gives you a number where we're able to gain a number uh, by being able to option a defender, um, you know, so that's part of those are a couple of the reasons that we've always held true to um, to running some option. And that's our way to get the ball on the perimeter, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and stretch the defense from sideline to sideline. Um, so those are a couple of the reasons that we do it. And uh, we can look at some film of it and I kind of talk you through it uh, a little bit if you want. And then uh, we can kind of bleed into some wide zone if you have some questions about wide zone or whatever let's do it because i'm installing wide zone it's mainly drilling it i think i got the concept down it's just drilling it let's see i hit screen i want to optimize and then share did that get you yep are you seeing are you seeing me Okay, I didn't know. I didn't know what we were going with. I had some drill work ready to go, and um, I got a little option stuff kind of ready to go. If uh, you know, if we want to, if we want to look at it, can you see me? Yep. Okay. All right. And I, I've got uh, you know, there's some NFL clips in here. This is just kind of an install. Where we start, uh, where we start on option, is we start with. Uh, we start with optioning the MN on line of scrimmage or speed, what most people would consider speed option. Um, you know, and the big thing that, that we teach our tackles, um, our tackles, we call it a width slip and release 
So we want to try to widen, then dip and slip, okay, and release to the second level defender because we know on option. Now we do some option, Steve, where we we fake inside zone this direction for two steps. Our quarterback opens and looks like it's zone read, and then we come out the back door with option, which is now going to hold the backers a little bit. But if we are running speed option, we are going to try to widen, slip, and release um, as much as we can. The big thing that the big thing that that I try to teach here, um, if I'm in a position that I'm going to get squeezed, okay, we will do what the old fear release stuff, okay, mm-hmm. but. The big thing I teach is this is a question mark. We want to run a question mark to block that defender. If I just go straight to where he is, of course, everybody knows that, that that I will not be able to block him because that dude, a lot of the times we're going to run it, it's man coverage, okay, and it's going to be a foot race. Uh, So we want to widen and now run a question mark to the front side number of the disc defender. Now, we had a conversation the other day, um, you know, and, and, and my guys asked me, there are times where we're, we end up working all the way back to a backside backer, or uh, this guy misreads it, or we're running, you know, where we're faking belly or inside zone, and then coming back out the back door where we freeze this backer. Sometimes we get out here, and we've got some space. And uh, my guys asked me, Coach, do we turn back on the guy or do we stay square? Uh, my coaching on that is very simply, if it is a foot race, we stay square. Uh, meaning, if I get out here and as I'm getting out here, that guy is hauling it over the top, mm-hmm. then I'll stay square. That way, if he tries to run over the top, I can adjust and keep running. If he tries to run underneath me, then I want to shut on the brakes and I'm going to throw this back elbow at him. And I'm going to, to some of your teaching, I'm going to try to box him out from getting a rebound if he tries to run underneath me. And if I'll just make him widen his path either direction that he's going, we've got a chance at a really good football play. So that's the main thing. And then everywhere else, we're going to full zone, Steve, just like we teach wide zone mm-hmm. to the first, second level defender behind the front side backer. Quite any questions there? I'll kind of show it to you, some of, some of us. Then kind of the next thing is now our tackles have to understand that if we have edge pressure, uh, that now becomes the end man on the line of scrimmage, and we now are going to full zone. We make a full zone call, and we are full zoning to the first backer in the core, and now the blitzer or the edge blitzer becomes the pitch key. So instead of wit slipping and releasing this look, if I have edge pressure look, we now make a full zone call, and we full zone it to the first backer in the core is our base rule. And at any point you have questions, let me know. I would love to see our tackle. One of the big things we teach is I want to rip with the backside uh, with the backside arm. I want to rip through the armpit, and I want to get the wrist above the ear. We teach the tackle to get the wrist above the ear. So I would like to actually rip, okay, and fight that wrist above the ear, which is going to in turn 
pull the back hip through the slant for people that like to slant and redirect when they feel zone coming at them. But the big thing is so I can be, I can stay strong with my backside hip rather than giving with my backside hip so I don't lose this guy over the top. So there's a couple of teaching things uh, going on right here that I would love to rip and keep the back hip strong, which will give me a better angle to get to the high number of the backer, which is our landmark working to that linebacker. If we get the second guy through, we're going to keep coming and zoning. And then the second guy through is working to the next second level defender backside. Now we end up making the guy miss, but we can make this a heck of a lot cleaner for our back here, uh, just with a little bit better uh, technique with our play side tackle. Now, are you telling them to hook, or if it, it just happens that way? No, if if we go, all right, great, great question. Uh, if we if we make a full zone call, he is reaching the armpit, and okay. just like a wide zone reach, that's how I teach it. Mm-hmm. We are up and through, low to high, through the armpit of the defender. Uh, my second step, we are getting vertical on my hip plane through the crotch of the defender. If the defender does not move or he slants, then we teach we teach the backside arm. We are punching. When I teach the reach block, Steve, I think the biggest thing is the relationship between the back, back knee and the back uh, the back uh, punch, the back uh, hand. And I teach more about the back side of the reach than I do the front side of the reach. Mm-hmm. So when we reach through the front side armpit, I now, once we get the first step and my hat in position to the armpit, every bit of my teaching now teaches the back foot, the back knee, and the back hand what we're doing. And we call that a solar plex punch, and we are trying to drive that backhand through the solar plex or right underneath the sternum of that defender, whether we're reaching him, and then that naturally turns into a rip if he doesn't move or he slants. Okay, so when we reach, I want to take that backhand and I mean violently punch it through the midline or the sternum of the defender. And if he slants, now that punch turns into a natural rip Mm -hmm. where now we want to get wrist above ear and we want to pull the back hip through, not, not give with the back hip to get through the combination, if that makes sense. Right. Since it wasn't as high, it kind of slowed him down to get around for that guy coming through. Exactly. Exactly. And we don't, we don't ever use the term hook. Okay. Um, we talk about power reaches okay. uh, because I want them thinking we are powering through that outside armpit of that defender. Um, so that's kind of that's kind of what we teach and how we teach it. You know, we kind of talked about one of the reasons. So I just showed you a blitz look. Uh, now, uh, you know, now we're getting one of these fancy. It's third and long. I think this is uh, third and eleven. Uh, third and 10, something like that. Um, and we get, you know, one of these fancy third down pressures or uh, simulated pressures or whatever whatever these guys are calling them now. Or, hey, they're going to mug up and then they're going to drop out, you know, and, and just rush three or rush four. Um, you know, so we got both backers mugged up with an overload front week right here. Uh, and we're running option to the field again 
same thing with our with our play side tackle. He's going to whip, slip, and release, and we teach him do not ever assume that a mug is going to stay mug. Your backside guard is zoning the gap, so you continue to whip, slip, and release if we're running speed option. Um, he's going to whip, slip, and release, and you can see him to continue to widen. Uh, but with them mugged up in the line of scrimmage, even though they're dropping, we've got them pinned inside, basically. Mm-hmm. But they don't they don't have their inside out support because uh, it was up in the line of scrimmage, if that makes sense. And we create an explosive run uh, because you know we caught them in a in a in a defense that you you want to be running option against in a passing situation. Um, so this is another reason that we do it. And again, our tackle is with slip and release, just like we talked about early. Everybody else is full zone and we are reaching the front side armpit of the next adjacent offensive lineman. Um, and that's very simply how we teach it. Now, this guy, this guy uh, right here, we, one of the things, Steve, that we spend a lot of time on and you end up teaching the backside tackle that he is working through trying to get to the backside backer. If he can't get to the backside backer, I want him to continue on his natural path to a 25 to 30 yard spot to the far hash, or if we're running it uh, into the boundary uh, from the middle of the field to the boundary to the far numbers, he is the touchdown block. Um, he is he is making the touchdown block, and you can see here that I think we need to be working harder, working harder, working harder to that 25-yard uh, spot, but we're, 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 not being, we're not working real hard back here. Mm-hmm. And you coach that, you coach that, you coach that, you coach that all year. But if we work a little bit harder right here, he's going to end it. There's going to be, if we pop it, there's going to be somebody in a pursuit angle back there that we need to get to and affect um, that could possibly give us a touchdown on the front side and the guy makes a tackle. If we, if we work harder on the back side right there on the touchdown block, our tailback may go all the way right here, if right. that makes sense. So that's a huge thing that, that I stress, that I coach, and we're not doing a good – and I show this every year. Uh, this young man was a great player and one of the hardest workers we had, and he got a little bit confused by the look, and he kind of got tripped over the feet – but I think it's a great example of, hey, we got to kick it in high gear and we need to run to about a 25 or 30 yard spot to the far hash. And that's where if you're going to make a block back here, that's where that block is going to happen. I'm stealing that because installing wide zone this year, they, they, my guys really want to chase and hit somebody. So I'm trying to teach. Yeah. I'm trying to tell them to read the knee, you know, if the knee goes the, the knee. I try to take basketball, the hips and the knee will take you. Yes. It's going to show you where they go. Yes. And I have a I have a young man who is awesome guard. He just wants to hit people. He plays linebacker also. He wants to hit people, so he wants to go get them. And I try. Yes. I'm going to teach those terminologies, but I try to tell him like if he leaves you, just just move on. There's somebody else to hit. Just keep going. You'll find somebody. Yes. yes. I'm going to show you this one real quick, Steve, and 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 I'm fixing to have to go here in just a second. But yep. Yep. here's the difference in option versus wide zone to me. Okay, we are solid blocking this, okay, to, to that right there, all right? This is a perfect wide zone combination, in my opinion, 
okay? And, and uh, my film's choppy a little bit right there, but you can see I love the track of our tackle. I love where our guard is on the front side armpit, okay? I love where we are in this combination if we're running wide zone. I do not. We've got to be a little bit looser and have a little bit better angle to the backer if we're running option. And I use this every year in, in installation uh, of the two. Uh, perfect. If our back has the ball and he is running uh, one at the outside leg of the tackle right here, that backer, we are in perfect shape to block that backer. If he goes outside, the ball is going to get jump cut up inside of that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm yeah. If the ball is pressing here and the backer hangs back, then we're going to get outside of that. But with a track of option, this dude is going to be able to run over the top to the quarterback with full flow. So our angle has to be a little bit different on option versus wide zone. So that's how we teach them. That's how we teach them a little bit differently is just, our, our tracks are different in the backfield, so therefore our landmarks be a little bit different. And that's why we spend a lot more time on in, on excuse me on option than we do wide zone. And then let, let me show you one more thing on option. Um, I've showed you to the to the nub side or to the speed option side. Now now we're going to the tight end and now this is going to be zone option. And he and the play side tackle are going to zone, to the first backer in the box, okay? And anytime mm -hmm. we run zone option, we man block on the backside to the backside backer. So our front side guard is solo. He has no, he has no help from his center. Uh, our backside guard is solo right here. And our backside tackle and our center are man blocking the backside backer to the backside safety right here. So you'll see us full zone to the first backer. Quarterback is now going to pitch off support because we are running it to a tight end. So in this look, the safety is going to end up being the support player. Receiver should block man on or run him off if it's man. He does a great job of selling him versus man coverage and then flipping on him right here. We are pitching off of the support player, but this goes back to, hey, if we ran wide zone right here, we would have to, you know, push crack, MDM, whatever you call this block mm -hmm. where that reading it. And now, you know, yes, you want to make corners, make plays, make tackles. But if you've got a quarterback that can run the football, then why not use him to create a number? So we're just running wide zone right here. We're just doing it with our quarterback. And now he, in effect, is blocking the support player. And there's that touchdown. There's that touchdown block back here. He's he's now 25 or 30 yards to the far hash, Steve. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Right. Now he, he gets outrun right here. But we outrun that pursuit angle. So this is zone option to the tight end, and we man block it. Now, if we get any kind of edge pressure look, we make an edge pressure call over here, and then the man blocking is off, and we it turns man to zone versus an edge pressure look on the backside. So uh, there's a little bit of option right there, uh, both to the, to the nub side as well as to the tight end side. 
speed option versus zone option. I'm stealing this. Some of them. I'm going to try to get back we, in the option game. We can we can jump back on again um, sometime and 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 dive deeper into it. Yeah, we will. I hope that was a little bit of a help. It was, and I like some of the terminology. I love your terminology. Every time I talk to you, what you use for your own line, and I I try to steal some of it, whatever is easier for the kids. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll jump back on and talk about it more because I like I love that stuff how how it all works Heck together. Yeah. But I know you got to go, yeah. Coach. I appreciate you being on here. Heck yeah! Um, Great to talk to you. Great to see you again. Um, and if there's anything we can ever do, please let us know. Oh, I will. And next time I'll have my Ohio shirt on. Next time. Hey, I love it. I love it. Uh, we're all running around really fast, and and so hey, I, I you know the bad thing is we can't get Coach Banster to wear a dang Ohio shirt when he when he, so. You know, I'm not going to blame you. He's a huge Ohio fan. You know that. He loves he loves Athens. He loves Ohio University. But you know, I got to get him. I got to get him wearing more Ohio gear. And he's going to say, "Well, bring it to me." But I think that's I think that's illegal. Uh, I don't know. That's that's what I tell him anyway. I was going to say, just send it send it to me and not him, and then we'll see what happens. <laughs> uh, hey, I appreciate you. Have a great day, man. Thank you. Thanks, Coach. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next time. Talk to you later. Redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.